Hey, hey, and g'day. Welcome or welcome back from wherever and whenever you're listening. I'm Darren, and this is another edition of the My Guest List Pod review and recommend shows. This is a small companion show to my main interview episodes that I do every other week, which you can find here on the same feed. If you would like to contact me or have a suggestion for the show, you can find me at My Guest List Pod pretty much everywhere you look. The links are in the show notes, so you can check there also. And if you can, please subscribe on your preferred podcast app, follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and send me a message to say hi, just so I know someone's listening. So I come to today's show with a mixture of excitement and trepidation. Excitement because I have been wanting to recommend this podcast for a while now, and I'm finally getting to do it. Trepidation because the show I am recommending is one that I hold in high regard, and I'd like to do it justice with a quality review. So here we go. It seems that nowadays everyone and their dog has a podcast or knows someone who has a podcast. It's a great thing about podcasting. The barriers to entry are generally low and it gives everyone a chance to be creative and be heard. However, as many of us find when we embark on our podcasting journey, doing it and doing it well or even just doing it consistently can be a challenge. Well, if you're looking to get into podcasting or you are already a podcaster, then today's podcast recommendation is one that you have to listen to. It's filled with priceless information for the would-be podcaster and seasoned broadcaster alike. Now, for 173 episodes, the show I'm recommending today had the confronting but clever name of Podcasting Sucks. Just recently, Tanner Campbell, the host of the show, rebranded his podcast as Good Morning Podcasters, which also happens to be his show's opening tagline. Tanner Campbell is a seasoned audio professional with years of experience, both in front of the mic and behind the scenes in audio production. In fact, at one point, he even owned a couple of recording studios. Tanner has been featured in podcasting and business magazines, has spoken at multiple conferences, and has been the sought-after guest on many a podcast himself. Tanner and Good Morning Podcasters brings you daily episodes that cover all aspects of the podcasting arena, from choosing the topic for your podcast, branding, choosing equipment, marketing, monetizing, networking, and a plethora of other topics in and around the podcasting space. Tanner's approach to presenting his show is no-nonsense, and he delivers his message in a forthright and succinct manner. All his opinions and insights are well-reasoned, well-researched, and backed by his years of experience. The show often revolves around Tanner answering questions he is posed by other podcasters, and he pulls no punches when answering these questions. You are never left wondering what his opinion is on any given topic, uh, which is something that I personally really like. Too often people giving advice like to play both sides of an argument in an attempt not to offend anyone. But Tanner calls a spade a shovel and backs up his viewpoint on every occasion. May not always agree with his take on something, but he'll make a damn good case for it and it will be logical and often persuasive. The other thing I like about his show is that Tanner will also suggest a solution or three when posed a question or scenario. Most times that comes in the form of things that you can actually do, what he calls actionable advice, but often it will also be books, people, videos or courses that you can readily access. Tanner provides detailed show notes and links to all the things he references in his show, so you won't be lost trying to keep up with all of his recommendations as well. Generally, Good Morning Podcasters runs in length from about 10 to 20 minutes, with the average show being between 12 and 15 minutes. 
perfect for getting a quick dose of daily education while commuting or waiting for your lunch. Tanner does on occasion have episodes with guest interviews or more in-depth shows that are a bit longer and more in-depth for more advanced subjects. So let's take a quick listen to one of his shows to give you a feel for what I'm talking about. But before we do that, let me just say that I've chosen this particular episode because it highlights a lot of what I've already mentioned about Tanner's approach to his advice, being no-nonsense, genuine, and practical. It also highlights his work ethic and his devotion to podcasting in general. Enjoy. Good morning, podcasters. Today, we've got a question about marketing resources, and that is up next. It is often the case on this show that the questions I'm asked are highly technical. People want to know the process specifically. They've got a question about compression. They've got a question about marketing, specifically Facebook ads, specifically equalization, specifically. And I love delving into those details. It's not too often that I get a question about just general knowledge resources. In fact, in the 173 episodes of this podcast before it was rebranded Good Morning Podcasters, I don't think I ever got a general question like this. It comes from our friend Seth over at the Atlas Obscura podcast, and here's that question. Hey, Tanner, it's Seth from the Athletic Obscura podcast. I've learned so much from you and your podcast regarding the technical and business side of things, but so often creatives like me have no clue about marketing. I'm wondering if you can give a few pointers on where to start beyond paying for Twitter and Facebook ads, and could you recommend some good continuing education resources like books, websites, newsletters, or podcasts that can help with that marketing side? Thanks for all you do. Take care. Thank you, Seth, for the question. I do have some suggestions for books as well as people I think you should follow. I'll put those at the end of the episode, and I will start by sharing the best advice I feel like I can give, re marketing, whether it's podcast marketing or marketing in general. Stop trying to convince people of shit. Now, that sounds counterintuitive because part of marketing is to convince people of shit, but I'm going to tell you something that has worked really well for me, and it's not an original idea, I don't think. It is something I have pieced together over the years I've been doing this and from countless people who have given me countless good pieces of advice over those years. The thing that has worked really well for me has been proving myself, showing up, doing the work, being in service, not asking for anything, not charging anything, just showing up and proving it, putting my money where my mouth is, putting my time where my mouth is for the benefit of whatever community it is that I'm trying to make a living within. Now, for me, that community is the podcasting community or the podcasting industry at large. And the way that I've done that, well, this show is a good example of it. Prior to the rebrand, there were 173 episodes of me showing up every weekday and giving advice and giving it for free. You would ask a question, I would give an answer. And before this podcast, I spent six months on Clubhouse hosting four rooms a day, running an hour each, and all they were were podcast Q&A rooms. So for four hours a day, for no pay whatsoever, I showed up on Clubhouse and did exactly then what I'm doing now with this podcast. People came on stage, they asked questions, I gave them actionable advice. And if you're a new listener, you don't know this yet, but you will. My brand is actionable advice, practical advice. Usually when you ask a podcast expert what they should do, They'll direct you towards a course, or they'll direct you towards a PDF that is meant to capture your information so that they can get you on their mailing list, or they'll give you some kind of answer that isn't really a useful answer, or they'll tell a story instead of telling you an answer. I have always hated that. 
and it is not in particularly unique to the podcasting world. There are people like that in every industry. You ask a question and they say, I've got an answer, but I'm going to sell it to you. Or I don't have an answer, but I'm going to pretend like I have one. And that's actually maybe going to confuse you as a result. But my ego is too fragile for me to admit that I don't actually know. And I started doing this work, showing up and doing this work in about 2017 or 2018, because it was then that I knew that this was the industry I wanted to make my living in. And I knew if I was going to do that, I was going to have to prove myself because, yeah, I'd been in podcasting since 2010, but nobody knew who the fuck I was. Sure, I owned a couple studios, but nobody knew that. Sure, I worked with some really big name clients, but nobody knew that. I was nobody. And the only way I was going to become somebody was to show up and serve that community relentlessly for years to prove that I was who I said I was, that I knew what I said I knew, and that I was there for the reasons I said. Fast forward, remember that course I mentioned a few weeks ago? The one for $540 for audio editing and engineering, teaching people how to become better at that? You know I didn't market that too heavily. I didn't market it at all, really, at least not in the way I think of marketing. I didn't run any ads for it. I mentioned it about five times on this show, gave you a call to action. Go check it out if you're interested. Let me know. I shared two posts on LinkedIn, and I shared about three posts on Twitter over the course of as many weeks. There were 20 spots in that course. All 20 are filled. And all I did was make a couple of posts. Now, that's not me bragging. That is me pointing out what happens when you do that thing I said you should do. When you show up and do the work for free without asking for anything, and you gain that trust, and you develop relationships with people through that trust, you create a reality where you don't have to sell anybody anything. You just have to tell them. And then it's a matter of can they afford it or can they not? Because in every other situation where you're trying to sell something, sure, there's always the consideration of I do or I don't have the money, or I do or I don't have the time. And you can't get rid of those considerations, but you have additional considerations when people don't know you, when they don't trust you, and when you haven't proven yourself to them. And those considerations are, is this person full of shit? And that is a big hump to get over. For me to show up and say, hey, I'll charge you $540 to take a five-week audio editing and engineering course for me that will make you a better podcast editor and engineer for your own show, that's a really hard sell. And it's a really hard sell because there are tons of free videos online that tell you how to use a compressor or an equalizer or tell you how to edit or how to use this or that DAW. So why in the world would anybody pay me $540 to take a course they could get for free by sticking together a bunch of YouTube videos? And the answer to that is... Because they know I'm not full of shit and those YouTube videos might be. And they know I actually know what I'm doing. And maybe those people making those YouTube videos don't. But most importantly, because they get direct access to me as the teacher of the course to answer their questions one-on-one. -on -one. What would you rather do? Ideally, if you had to learn something in a short period of time, let's say in a month, would you want to go to a bunch of not necessarily trustable resources or at least resources that you weren't sure you could trust to try to piecemeal together an education? Or would you rather be able to find one person you knew you could trust and learn from them? Most people would prefer the latter way. Now, of course, there are situations where that's not the case. But if you can make yourself the person who is that person people know they can trust and want the education from, at least in the case of courses, but this is also true of products and services, you're never going to have to sell because selling is convincing people of shit. You don't have to convince people of anything if you've shown them that you know your shit, you're trustworthy, and you deliver on the things you promise. So for me, the number one piece of advice, the best advice I can give is show up and work for the community for free that you someday want to show up and make money within. 
And mixed up in that is a genuine desire to serve that community, a genuine desire to want to make money someday, a genuine desire to become an influencer someday. All of that is mixed up in that, and that doesn't make it any less real or authentic. People are starving for people who genuinely give a shit about the products they sell, services they offer, people they help. So there's nothing dishonest about showing up with the intention of developing relationships for the sake of future business prospects. There's nothing wrong with that. The only thing that could be wrong about that is if you're dishonest about your intentions. But if you really care about the podcast community, or in your case, Seth, the community of sports historians or sports history, if you're really showing up wanting to do your best, wanting to help, wanting to provide great content, wanting to be a real resource, if that's really what you're there for, you're who people want. So if I were you, Seth, and for those of you who don't know Seth, his podcast is about sports history, I would create a Facebook group and I would invite some people to it. I would say, hey, I've started this Facebook group and every Monday I'm going to post a new historical fact and we're all going to talk about it. And then on Fridays, we'll all get together on a free Zoom call and we'll just talk about shit that happened that week in sports like 30 years ago. Just show up and commit the time and serve that community. And one day you're going to find yourself in a position, Seth, where you might want to publish a book. And if you've spent two, three years making a great podcast, giving people value that way, showing up in a Facebook community and giving people value that way, holding like local meetups maybe in your local area to talk about sports history, partnering with a local museum to build an exhibit or something. If you've spent all that time doing that, When you have that masterpiece of a book you've decided to write on the sports history of the 1900s, you're never going to have to market that book. You're going to go to your mailing list of thousands of people who believe in you, who trust you, who have respect for you, who know you are not full of shit. And you're going to say, hey, I just published a book. I think it's amazing. I would love you to pick up a copy. It's 20 bucks. And the only hurdle you have to overcome at that point, Seth, is whether or not they've got 20 bucks to spend and whether or not they like reading books. And if the answer to both those questions are yes, they're just going to buy your book because they know it's going to be good. And the broadness with which this can apply is extreme. It applies to courses, books, businesses of all kinds, product businesses, services businesses, it doesn't matter. If you can perform for the community you're hoping one day to sell to or make a living within, if you can put in that time in the upfront, if you can do that work, that's the best kind of marketing you can do. Because it's not really marketing, is it? It's building relationships. And success in business comes from the strength of your relationships, no matter what that business is. If it's the business of selling things or the business of getting people to adhere to a new ideology or a political left or right or whatever it is, all business, all effectiveness in business is based on your relationship with the people you hope become your customers or your listeners or your advocates or whatever it is. So build relationships and you do that by showing up and doing the work for free for a long time and showing up with genuine intent and love for the community you're showing up within. And I think that's all I've got, Seth. So now let me make some suggestions for books and people. Let's start with people. I'm a big fan of Brian Fanzo. I'll link him down below in the show notes. All these people I'm going to mention will be in the show notes. Brian Fanzo is a social media marketing whiz boy. He's currently mostly interested in NFTs, but you can find him on Twitter as his primary interacting place. I think also Clubhouse. I don't know if he's doing that as much as he used to be, but probably on Clubhouse as well. Also, Katie Brinkley, who is a social media whiz kid, same as Brian Fanso. She lives here in Colorado with me. Well, she doesn't live with me, but she lives in Colorado, same state as I do. She knows a lot about social media marketing, and she'd be a great resource for you to connect with. She's got a consulting business, and she sells things, but her free content is really good, and she's definitely worth following. 
Also, my buddy Roman Prokopchuk, who owns Nova Zora Digital in New Jersey. He's been doing content marketing since 2000 and God, I don't know, since for 12 or 13 years now. Aside from being immensely talented in that field of work, he is very willing to share his knowledge and does so on a regular basis. And he's a very good person. It would be hard to find anyone in this world with a bigger heart than Roman Prokopchuk. He's a really good guy and a straight shooter. If you like me, you'll definitely like him. And I will also suggest Jason Falls, who has been a guest on this podcast again prior to the rebrand. I'm also going to mention him in the book section because he wrote a book I think you should read. He's a really good guy, knows a lot about social media marketing, especially influencer marketing, which is what his book is about. I'll mention it in a little bit. And he's just a nice guy. Let's switch over to books. I will lead off with Marketing Rebellion by Mark Schaefer. I had the good fortune of being able to watch Mark Schaefer speak at the Agents of Change conference in 2019 in Maine, and I really loved his presentation. The subtitle to his book, Marketing Rebellion, is The Most Human Company Wins, if that's any kind of indication as to whether or not you'll like this writer. Mark is a really good guy, and he's got a sharp understanding of marketing. He has a long career in it, and he is certainly somebody you should be reading. Also, going back to Jason Falls, I would suggest you read Winfluence, Reframing Influencer Marketing to Ignite Your Brand. That is, again, by Jason Falls. You can find it at jasonfalls.com or, you know, anywhere you buy books. The next is Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. I think of all the ones I've mentioned so far, this would be the one I would encourage you to read the most. It's not an advanced book, but if you are not good at writing copy, it is going to be a really big shift for you in how you think about talking about what you sell or what you do. And it's also just one of the top 100 marketing books of all time, probably. I don't know if that list exists, but it would definitely be on my top 100 and way up there. So if you can, pick up a copy. And I think, by the way, all these books I'm mentioning are probably an audiobook version. So check that out, too. It might be cheaper than a paper copy. Also, They Ask, You Answer by Marcus Sheridan. You can tell that this show, <laughs> You Ask Questions, I Answer Them. This was a great book. It had a big impact on me. I would encourage you to check it out. Second to last on the list is Top of Mind by John Hall. And then the last on my list is by Gary Vaynerchuk. It's called The Thank You Economy. I'm going to put links to all those books and all those people in the show notes. So check that and go follow those people. Also, if I think of anybody else, I'll add them too. And I think that's all I've got for you. So, Seth, thank you again for such a good question. I appreciate the opportunity to get to talk about marketing and give general marketing advice. So thank you. To the rest of you, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you've got questions for this podcast, you can submit them at podinbox.com forward slash good morning podcasters, all one word. And I will answer them on an upcoming episode of Good Morning Podcasters. And with that, I will tell you that I hope you have a great Monday. And until next time, take care. Like I said, you won't be left wondering what Tanner's stance is on any given topic. Now, if you would like to listen to the previous 173 episodes of Podcasting Sucks, head on over to goodmorningpodcasters.com and get in touch with Tanner as the episodes are archived and available to anyone interested in listening to them. Otherwise, just subscribe to his new show's feed for your daily dose of podcasting goodness. And don't forget to check out his other website, tannerhelps.com, or his Substack. If you would like to read the articles Tanner has written on podcasting, they are as insightful and as enjoyable as his audio offerings. If you're interested in a more hands-on approach at learning the nuts and bolts of the audio production game, then Tanner also offers a paid course on audio engineering that always sells out very fast.
Other than that, follow Tanner and his work on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. And if you really can't get enough of Tanner, you can also listen to him on his other shows, Practical Stoicism and Retold Myths and Tales. Or you can listen to Tanner, Jeff Townsend, aka Podcast Father from the Indie Podcaster, and Greg from Indie Drop-In on their show about podcasting called Podcast Garage. Good Morning Podcasters is aimed at giving you everything you need to be a successful podcaster, whether you're a hobbyist or you're looking to make a career out of broadcasting. His information is practical, and he gives you actionable advice for all levels of podcast commitment. Combine that with an attitude to his presentation that is all too rare nowadays, and you have a show that should be on every podcaster's rotation, no matter what your experience or your skill level. That's it for this week. Next week, it's another interview show, and if you like indie music and sports movies, then you're in luck. Until then, if you like my show, please take a little time to rate and review where you can, or even better yet, tell someone about the show that you think might enjoy it. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat at you again next week.